Welcome back to another episode of Her Pursuit Podcast. I'm your host, Kaysen, and I'm so glad that you are here with me today. We are moving right along in this new season called New Beginnings. This is part four. So we are halfway through this series. We are just trucking along. And if you are tuning in for the first time ever, you're a first-time listener, hi, welcome. I'm so glad that you're here. I don't believe you're here by accident. So I'm excited to see what God shows you today through this episode Check out the trailer if you haven't already, if you want to go back to part one, two, three, to kind of get caught up. But we are halfway through this first season of the new year, and I'm so excited about this series. I can't wait to get into today. Today is like such a big part of my heart and my passion, so this is so exciting for me. As I said, my name is Kaysen, and I'm a mom to three girls. I'm a first-year homeschool teacher, wife to my high school sweetheart, lover of books and puzzles, and early as early as possible as I can get into the bed, so I'm basically 74, uh, but also in all seriousness, and above all, I am a follower of Jesus, and that's my goal here is to inspire and equip you to pursue the Lord with your whole heart right now in the middle of whatever you're walking through, because mom life is hard. Life in general is hard, but Jesus offers us a better way. And I believe that there's purpose in whatever you're walking through right now. I know it's hard to see it. I know you don't see it. I know you don't get it. I don't either. When we're in it, we don't get it. We don't see it, but there is purpose here. And so that's what we dive into here each week in a realistic and practical way, how to, you know, pursue the Lord in a realistic and practical way as busy moms. You know, what are some things we can do in everyday mom life that cultivate and grow that relationship with God, which is what I think we're all wanting more of. So today's episode is all about a new you right now, like right now. Is that even possible? Do you think it's even possible? Can you be new right now? Something that this is directly related to, which is something I think we all struggle with, is identity. Who are you? Who do you believe you are? How do you identify yourself? What labels do you attach yourself to? Let's really think about that for a minute. If you can, pause this, and I know a lot, most of you are not going to be able to pause right now because it's probably not quiet and you're probably listening on the go and that's fine. But when you can, I want you to really sit and think about, you know, who are you? Who do you believe you are? How do you identify yourself? What labels do you live by? I'm going to share some of mine. That would be, (laughs) the first one that came to mind was anxious. Like, if that tells you anything about who I am, that that my first thought was anxious, my first label is anxious, then I really don't know. I'm like, what does that say about me? I don't know. I am also an overthinker. I'm a deep thinker. Other labels are a mom of three, a girl mom, a podcaster, a wife, a daughter, a sister. You know, I may identify myself by things that I like or enjoy. Like I said, reading and puzzles, working out, taking walks, being outside, fresh air, sunshine, the beach. I love those things. You know, we may say, I'm a minivan mom, or I drive an SUV, or whatever else, like, label that we put on ourselves, which those are indefinite. Like, we could be here forever labeling ourselves with, like, every single little thing, right? And you know in somebody's bio, like, whether it's on Instagram or even now Facebook has them, and they're like, you know, cookie lover or lover of chips and queso, we 
we identify ourselves in so many ways. We want people to know, like, this is what I'm about. This is what I like. This is what I'm into. I'm in my 20s. I'm in my 30s. We Some people put that in their bio. Millennial, Gen X, whatever it is, in conversations where, like, I'm an introvert or I'm an extrovert or I'm an introverted extrovert. I'm a this number on the Enneagram or I don't subscribe to the Enneagram. I don't believe in that. I don't, you know, I don't get too far down that rabbit hole where our kids go to school, the circle of friends we have, the churches we go to, our circle of friends within that church group. There are just so many places. Honestly, the world offers us so many places to find our identity in apart from Christ, right? Like there's so many labels. There are so many ways that we can identify ourselves other than, you know, Christ follower, Jesus follower. And then you've got the more serious labels, the one that we like wear down deep underneath. We try to hide and hope nobody sees like depressed or suicidal or bitter, resentful, angry, overwhelmed, discontent. We label ourselves as ugly, overweight, liar, cheater, a manipulator. This list stings, right? Like this list, those are not things that we are proud of, that we openly admit most of the times. We are not talking about those things on socials, you know, under our profile that's like lover of queso and all all whatever else we're saying. We're not, you know, openly saying, and I'm also really unhappy or I'm also really discontent. I also really believe that I'm this or I'm not this. And yes, we get real here on this show. Like we pull back the curtain, we rip off the band-aids, we bring darkness to light, and then we pour truth all over it so that we can expose it for what it is and begin to live in alignment. So if you're a first-time listener, you're going to hear a lot of real talk here. Like being open and honest, that's kind of how I roll. That's kind of how we roll here on the show. Because I think it's important for us to just be real with one another. And obviously there are boundaries. There are things that, you know, we're not going to talk about that we won't address that you shouldn't tell other people that I shouldn't tell you. It doesn't make sense. We, there are boundaries, there are lines that we cannot cross. But at the end of the day, God sees through all of it and he knows who you are at your core, what you're believing at your core and the labels that you've put on yourself. And so I feel like that instead of us just pretending and showing up like, you know, with this fake put together facade unless that's who you really are. Like there are times in life, there are seasons where I'm like, that is who I am. That's genuine and authentic. That's where I'm at. And then there are other seasons where it's like, no, that's not, that's not how I feel on the inside. It's not what I'm believing. It's not what I'm living out. And I may or may not still be trying to present the outside as if that's not what's on the inside, but that's kind of a whole nother conversation for a different day. So we all have these labels that we put on ourselves and to be honest that we put on others, right? So today is about being the new you that you want to be because you're ready for a new beginning. You're tired of all these labels, especially those dark, heavy, scary ones. So what are we going to do in order to find this new you, to find this new me? We are going to do what we do every week and we're going to look to scripture, the ultimate roadmap, ultimate truth to figure out who you are, to figure out who you and I are. Are, who we actually are. And when I sat down and started thinking about this, I thought, well, there's only one label that we live by. And I was like, wait a minute, there's actually two labels 
that we kind of identify with as Christians. And technically, one of them cancels out the other. So I guess you could say there's only one. Okay, I know that's confusing. So let let me just explain. The first label that we have to look at and accept and confess is that we are a sinner, right? Like there's no change without complete transformation. We touched on this in part two, surrender over striving. You can listen to that if you missed it, but you want to be completely new. You don't just want to be like a little bit different, a little bit better. You want to be new. And the only way we get there is by recognizing that we've sinned, that, you know, I'm a sinner. All of us fall short of God's glory. That includes you. That includes me. That includes the person who you think is perfect and the most biblical Christian, holier than thou, holy, knows the most thing like the Bible scholars. Everyone is a sinner. Everyone messes up. And this is like the hardest thing for me to embrace and admit. You know, I will tell you about my mental health struggles. I'll tell you about the overwhelm. I'll tell you about this, that, and the other. But to flat out say, hello, my name is Kason and I'm a sinner. That does not come easily for me. I don't know how you feel about that, but like saying that makes me uncomfortable because we're all a little bit prideful, right? And this first label takes a shot at that and it says, no, you're actually not excluded from this category of people. This is all of humans and the history of the entire world all have sinned. So that's the first label that we have to look at. But after you recognize your sin, call it out for what it is, accept God's free gift of love, which was sending Jesus to be a sacrifice for you, then you receive the most important label, which is forgiven. Forgiven. And it could possibly be the most important part of your identity as a Christian. Forgiven. And we've just like given a 30-second summary of the gospel in a nutshell. And to be honest, it's something that I need to be reminded of daily. Like that that whole little last section, I need to be reminded of that. I need to remember my need for Jesus. Otherwise, I get focused on everything else. But along with that, I have to find my identity every day as forgiven, as God's child. We have to walk in that. That is the new you. That is the new me. This is who you are if you've accepted Christ. And by the way, if you haven't or if you have questions about that, please reach out to me. I would love to share, you know, more with you about making Jesus the Lord of your life and officially like solidifying this thing. And there are a couple ways that we can connect down in the show notes. So, you know, message me, email me, whatever. We'll talk. But you have to remember who you are. And whose you are, because those two things, they change everything. You know, I don't have to, and you don't have to, find your identity in outward appearances or school education choice or the car you drive or the church that you go to, your friend group, the size of your house, the cleanliness of your house, you know, our abilities to cook or craft or anything else like Pinteresting because. I don't know if you're anything like me, but I'm not good at any of that. And I used to feel so terrible about myself. This was when Pinterest like first became a thing and it was huge. I truly felt like a failure because my life did not reflect a walking Pinterest board. And, you know, good for you if yours does. And in certain seasons, I'm a little bit closer to it than others. But when we're trying to keep up with standards and expectations that we were never intended to live up to or live by, when we try to identify as anything other than 
you know, loved, chosen, forgiven, then we get ourselves into a mess and we become unrecognizable. Like we do not recognize the woman looking back at us in the mirror. It's like, who is she? And maybe you know what that is like. I I know that I do. A year after having my first baby, I didn't recognize myself at all. And, you know, part of that is hormonal. Part of that is it's a really hard transition. Part of it, it's a lot of different things. But also I, I have to acknowledge and accept that part of it is that I had become so weighed down with unmet expectations, unattainable standards, this mom life that did not look anything like mom life. Like my reality was not like what I thought it should be or was going to be. You know, my mental health, which was already suffering, got to an even darker place. And if you've been here for a while on the show, like just a PS, if you've been a long time listener, you know that I will never deny the realities of chemical imbalances or you know, needing counseling or medication to deal with mental health and find answers, find answers and feel better. So don't hear me say any of that when I say this next part. But for me, when I leave my thoughts and my mind unattended, when I'm not intentional, when I don't remind myself of truth and who I am, the enemy has a field day with that. He will absolutely take over set up camp and start telling us who we are and who we are not. And it leads to such a dark place. It is so, so easy when you're already in a vulnerable place, such as postpartum or such as you've just gone through a really like difficult life transition or you've lost something like you're going through grief, lost someone, you know, there are a lot of ways that we become vulnerable and we just have to be intentional, even whenever it's hard. Like, like I shared this summer, I didn't share it this summer, but when I've talked about like this summer and going into fall, how hard I was struggling, how much I was struggling. I had to fight for joy. I had to fight to be intentional. I had to fight for truth every single day throughout the day. And that's one thing that I have, you know, unfortunately, or I guess fortunately, however you look at it, I've gotten better at Because I seem to find myself in these spirals and it's like, okay, how are you going to handle this? Because this is what's going on. This is the situation or this is what has happened. So what is Kaysen's response going to be? And I want you to ask yourself, what is my response in this moment? You know, what choice am I making? Am I going to choose to believe this truth, which we're about to get into? Or am I just going to be passive? Am I just not going to care? Am I just going to sit in the overwhelm? Am I just going to let things ride and let it be and just let it go? Don't do that. Please don't do that. And I know that it feels like it takes so much effort because I've been there. I've been there recently. But we have to remind ourselves of truth every single day. So let's explore what that means for the Christian here who are you in Christ? Who are you? These are the labels that ultimately matter, that are ultimate truth that we have to remind ourselves of again and again, over and over throughout the day, constantly. Okay. Who are you? 
The Bible says you are loved, you are forgiven, but what else can we tie our identity to that never changes and that will always be true no matter how we feel? And I'm going to just give like a quick little summary of, you know, you are blank, and then I'm going to give you a scripture reference for that, and I'm going to put everything down in the show notes so you can check it out for yourself, see what the Bible says, ask God what he wants to show you about these verses specifically. So you are uniquely created with a purpose. That comes from Ephesians 2.10. You are a new creation. Oh my gosh, this is one of my favorite verses ever. 2 Corinthians 5.17, you're a new creation. You are redeemed. Colossians 1.14. And another one of my very favorites, you are free. Galatians 5.1. Please just sit for a second. Like, can we just, just for a second, just imagine what it feels like to feel free. If you felt free, if you could be free of that thing that weighs you down, that holds you back, that you trip over and over and over again and again and again, these things that we attach ourselves to, the things that we continue to stumble over, the Bible says you're free of that. You're free. You just, you're free. And I get that they're for me at least, there can be some disconnect. Like, okay, well, I read this in scripture, but what does that mean for my life? And how do I live that out? How do I actually live as if I'm free? And I think it's really just as simple as reminding yourself when you start to become weighed down. For me, it's anxiety. Like me, it's mental health. That's my deal. That's what is is my struggle. It's the thorn in my side. I'm no matter what i feel like it's just always going to be something that i deal with i can get really good and get a, you know at coping and have all these tools and strategies but it's it's always going to be something that i struggle with and so i have to remind myself that i am free anxiety or depression or spirals or negative thoughts scary thoughts Those things do not define me. They do not have to weigh me down. Again, remember what I said where I'm not saying that there are not chemical imbalances. I'm not saying we don't need counseling and therapy and medication to to cope with these things and work through them. So please, there is no condemnation. Please do not hear me say that. I'm not saying that you don't have enough faith. I'm not saying I don't have enough faith. What I'm saying is, your mind is so powerful. And I've learned, I've realized about myself, and and really this is true about you too, we have so much more control than we give ourselves credit for. And your mind is a very, very powerful thing. Just ask yourself, what, what do I believe about myself? What do I believe is true? What do I actually believe? What are those thoughts that are on repeat and why? And then allow God to correct them with truth. It's not fun. It's not easy. It's not pleasant. Doesn't feel good. Trust me, because you're going to want to hold on to those familiar patterns and the familiar thoughts that feel, you know, natural and good, even if they're really, really bad and really wrong and terrible. So these are just a few that I've pulled from scripture. You know, you are uniquely created. You do have a purpose. You are a new creation. You're redeemed. You are free. You are free. Repeat those over and over. Write them down. Put them on your mirror. Put them on your dash. Put them beside your bed. And read them throughout the day over and over. Your worth and your value do not come from someone else's opinion. They do not come from what other people say or what other people think. And I know that that is 
hard to really, really believe sometimes, but God's word has ultimate truth. If it's ultimate truth, then he has the final word. So don't allow life and circumstances and other people to tell you who you are, which is what happens when we when we just kind of take a passive approach to this. Go to God and ask him to show you and remind you of who he says you are. Your confidence will flourish. You will begin to see yourself as worthy, not because of what you can do, but because of who you are in Christ. You can be new right now. To answer the question that we posed in the beginning, you can be new right now if you decide to walk in the truth of who God says you are. It's that simple. It's that easy. And I know it's complicated and it's really hard, but it is that simple and it is that easy. It's a shift that any of us can make at any time. We decide to stop living in the lie and start living in the truth. It's not who you are. The thing you've believed for forever, that's not who you are. The thing that you've let other people tell you that you are is not true. The the value or the things that we kind of take value from, like the size in our jeans, the number on the scale, our reflection in the mirror, the the friends that we have or the the house that we have, what in whatever, that's not what defines your worth. We can decide to stop living in those lies and start living in the truth at any moment. And it is, it is not easy, but it is possible. And the reality of it is this, you and I have have thought patterns and look, let me just tell you like I get this. <laughs> You're you there will be no one who can give more excuses than me. There is I would dare to say no one who understands this more than I do. I get this. If this is your struggle, if this is your thing, I'm with you. It's me too, okay? This is the reality. You and I have thought patterns that we've walked in over and over and over and they're repetitive. And once you latch onto the thought, you think it over and over, you begin to believe that's who you really are. It becomes a part of you. And in a way, you begin to live a life that you were never created to live with a false sense of identity and worth because that's not who you are. It's not, it's not what the Bible says. It's not who God says you are. But it's up to you, it's up to me to get into God's word or spend time with him daily and let him remind you of who you are. Let him renew your mind because when it comes down to it, what you believe about yourself, the labels you place on yourself, the ones that God gives you are really the only ones that matter. It doesn't matter what the world says or what your parents always said or what your friends have said, whatever went in college labeled you as. Everything should be filtered through the lens of the gospel. And, you know, something that I'm really looking forward to diving into a little bit deeper this year right here on the show is this ability that we have to change any label that we've created for ourselves or that other people have, you know, made us believe is true or led us to believe is true. And this is especially good news for those of us walking in a false identity because it's just not who you are. It's not the truth. Sometimes it's easy to get fixated on who you've always been. For me, well, I'm anxious. I'm depressed. I'm overwhelmed. I'm just a terrible mom. I keep doing this thing that I don't want to do. It's hard to detach from mistakes or where I've always been and what I've always done. And this is just who I am. The reality is, yes, you are a sinner, but there's not a period at the end of that sentence. And 
I've lived so much of my life as if there were. This is coming from someone who became a Christian in eighth grade. I've kind of grown up in my faith, did the youth group thing, did the college ministry thing. You know, I'm not new to faith and I still have lived a lot of my life as if there were a period at the end. You are a sinner. You are a failure. You are this, you are that. But we have been redeemed. We've been made new. We've been set free. And if we could just grasp this one little truth and remind ourselves of it as often as possible, our lives would radically change. Our worlds would radically change and we would begin walking in the abundance and in the joy and the peace that God promises us that we can access right now. Right now. That's what the Bible says. Is that that abundant life is for you now, right now. Not one day when, you know, you fix yourself or you get it together or you stop doing this or you stop thinking that. Right now. And the problem with focusing on who you've always been is that we're not acknowledging the possibility of who you could be or who you are. It's really who you are and who you could become because, you know, it takes time for you to start to feel different and actually feel like, okay, I'm, I'm walking in a different way. I'm living a different, I'm living my life differently. I've created new habits and new thought patterns that does take time, but the Bible says it is for freedom that Christ has set you free. There is now no condemnation for those in Christ and his mercies are new every morning. I would go so far as to say they're new every hour, every minute, because in him, there is freedom. There is a new beginning. There is a second chance, a third chance, a fourth chance, a 100th chance. And as long as there's breath in your lungs, you are capable of resetting, which is just repenting and making a different choice, walking in a new way. So this is the challenge. Make time and space this week at least once a day and simply ask this. God, who do you say I am? What do you believe about me? And help me to believe that about myself. I am so glad that you joined me today. I know some of this isn't easy. I know it can be a little heavy. It gets a little deep, but I promise that digging in and doing some of this work is so worth it. Okay. So I will see you back here next week. Same time, same place. Until then, Keep pursuing the Lord with your whole heart right here, right now. I'll talk to you soon, friend.